quote which kind of mentions about how pearls could be imported from Ceylon, uh, aloe from Burma, woolen clothes from Nepal, and furs and horses from Gandhar, Gandharanada, which is today probably uh, Afghanistan, uh, and then Vanayu from Arabia, Persia, and wine from Afghanistan and Cynthia. I mean, this is probably a translation, but the, the moot of the text is something similar, which basically tells you that there's a lot of activity across board, across the region rather, not just within uh, modern India. Uh, and the nature of trade was basically defined by two key things. One was high risk and high value goods. Uh, and, uh, um, and they had high value goods as well. And he also believed in the need for free and fair trading system and high importance to imports and exports. If you really look at what philosophy he had on trade, uh, <coughs> it's uh, quite interesting. One is he believed that it was a revenue accumulating mechanism, which means you know trade gave money to the state. Uh, and he believed that more trade, uh, that would give more revenue to the state. So that was something he was promoting. Uh, the interesting thing is he preferred imports far more than exports. That's contrary to you know, how we evolve nowadays, uh, where the focus is more on being competitive in exports. Uh, and, uh, but he, for, a, for some unique reason, probably totally I believe that uh, the resources that you get from outside, the more and more if he could accumulate and then give it for his people, then it also um, adds probably uh, a kind of a, a value to his people. Uh, so he preferred imports and gave a lot of exemptions for high-value imports like gems and gold and things like that. Uh, and also believed in the potential for exports. Greater economies of scale, that's another thing. He believed in, in getting large quantities of trade, not small quantities. He wanted to do it big uh, and he believed uh, that had to be uh, a focus. Uh, and high and low value goods were also included uh, as part of this. There was a trade structure in place. For example, there was the Panya Daksha, which is basically the superintendent of trade. So this person basically controls, is like the, the officer in charge of trade uh, through the Mauryan kingdom. Uh, and uh, he, had, Kautilya basically says that uh, he is given a lot of responsibilities. One is he is fixing price of commodities after looking at you know, investment capital uh, and duties and things like that. And then he also intervenes with a shortage of commodities. Uh, and in, in terms of, and he had an acute sense of demand and supply in the market, according to the Arthashastra. Uh, uh, and uh, there was also a team which kind of surveyed for these inputs, which reported to the Panyadaksha. So there's a team of surveyors who could go around in the countryside to understand what is the demand and, and give him a sense so that he can take a call. So all of the state-controlled trade was within his domain uh, and uh, determines how, how they are produced indigenously outside the country. So basically, it's a, it's, it's a combination of what the RBI would do nowadays uh, compared and also what, say, the Ministry of Commerce might do. Uh, so the Panyadaksha had a lot of uh, you know, power in this sense because he controlled the most dominant part of the economy. Uh, so, so he was a superintendent of trade. And then there's a samstadyaksha, which basically looks at consumer interests. So in terms of, say, your products, whether they are good quality, uh, quality control, whether you're cheating you in, in terms of, you know, goods from other countries. So he did a quality check. Uh, he also ensured that uh, uh, second-hand goods uh, were not, um, uh, 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 you know, duties were limited on them. Uh, so he, he was in charge of uh, doing a quality check and all this. And the Sulka Deksha, which is a superintendent of customs, 
So this was the person who was at the border of, of the kingdom uh, and uh, he would ensure that custom duties and imports and exports were all taken care and the excise duties and indigenous products were also taken care. Uh, so these were duties and tariffs which were there existing during that time itself in, a, in an indirect, uh, in a different terminology but some amount was given for this.